1: The philosopher Blaise Pascal said that greatness is seen not just by being at one extreme, but by touching two at once and occupying all the space in between. At the very least, that's what you could say about the great Raul Rocco, education secretary, senator, and statesman. I'm Quintin Pastrana. This episode of Life Sentences is more personal to me than most Rocco was a beacon of hope for many Filipinos. And to me, he was a hero, a mentor, and I'd like to think, a true friend. Raul Rocco was a man who wore many hats. He had been in public service since 1987, serving various government positions. Congressman, senator, education secretary, and he also gave it a run for the presidency. Many considered him a statesman, some, even the best president the Philippines never had. His idealism, wisdom, courage, and track record led the way, whether it was on education or fiscal reform, social justice, or even women's rights. In fact, he was given a title very few men of our time are privileged to bear.
2: When Dr. Lin also mentioned that I am the honorary woman, some of the ladies over here started looking at me suspiciously. Let me tell you, I am very proud of the title. That's because I am very secure with myself. You see, I, um, I know I am the head of my family, and I have the permission of my wife to say so. As the poet puts it, I am master of my faith, captain of my soul, subject to my wife's control.
1: That was Raul Rocco himself talking about his honorary woman title, which was given to him by several women's groups. He was half-joking at that, but I hope it doesn't take away from the honor given to him. Now, here's his wife Sonia referring to the same honorary woman title for Raul Rocco
0: ay tinatawag nilang honorary woman dahil marami po siya mga batas nung siya po ay nasa kongreso at nasa senado na iganawa para po sa ating mga kababaihan, para sa atin. Isa po dyan ay ang contract equality. Ang mga kabaglihan ko ngayon ay maaari nang pumasok sa kontrata na hindi po kaitangan ang firma ng kanilang asawa. Sorry po, yan po ang ibig sabihin ng pantay sa kontrata. Nang din po sa ating konstitusyon na nagsasabi na ang babae at lalaki ay equal partners in nation building. Ibig sabihin ang equal partners ay pantay na tutulong sa pagpunlad ng ating bayan. Noon po ang tawag nila ay the woman is the power behind the throne. Ngayon po hindi na behind. Sana beside. Hindi na po kabiha, kabuo.
1: Rocco ran for the highest post in the land twice. The first was in 1998, but he lost to former President Joseph Estrada. In 2004, Rocco tried again, but mortality kept him from office. Some say Rocco was too smart for his own good, hot tempered and an iconoclast to a fault because of his single minded approach to governance and his uncompromising leadership style and intolerance for mediocrity. But across his decades of public service, some things remain the same for Rocco, The unparalleled value he gave to education, which he took after his own parents.
2: My mother used to say that you must continue reading
3: today in the knowledge of Saiki. It is as though you stand on the shoulder of giants Para kang nakatingdig sa paligat ng mas mata sa'yo At mas
2: malayo ang mapapagod mo Ang aabutin ng iyong pananaw You must always try to excel Learn forever And all that you get As you forget more things The more you must continue learning There is something about knowledge that is beautiful. Knowledge is like the candle, It began with one candle lighted and somebody lighted from the candle and shared with the others. But even as they lighted from one, the original candle never diminished in its light. Knowledge is essentially sensory shadow one. Like the light of the candle, it but it never diminishes the original one. When you share knowledge, you share and multiply I can tell you everything I know in this evening when I leave. If I carry it with you, maybe somebody, of you may develop a new idea or truth. Knowledge must come and must be shared. And that is why we must look into ourselves and always find that inspiration. I continuous to share our knowledge in common.
1: There's no other way for us to build up our knowledge but to share it with others. And Rocco had his own way of doing so. As an English major and a writer more than a lawyer, he told stories of ordinary Filipino people to the rest of our populace. I was actually there at the Vice Mayor's League conference where Rocco gave this particular speech in February 2003. For me, it was like the Gettysburg Address of the Philippines mixed with an Eye of a Dream speech. This is one for the books. Now, this particular speech is rife with anecdotes. These are just slices of life of random Filipinos. But to the man who would have made a good president, they embody true Filipino values that we ought to keep alive and live.
3: Everywhere I go, and some of you have listened to me very recently, I tell stories. I will apply to be the storyteller of the Philippines because it is a stories that will bring us to wealth and development. It was the stories and the legends that showed the value of the people. We lack stories because we do not tell the stories of the heroes of Cebu, Justice Lee, who saved others at the expense of his life. We do not tell the stories of Sajid Bulig of Bulacan, 12 years old. When the Bukaway Pagoda sank. He saved nine of his classmates and tried again to save on the 10th time and he was hit by a beam, died. What kind of DNA does Bulacan have that a 12-year-old after saving nine lives will try to save another? I tell them the stories of the teacher in Haruway Elementary School. The teacher was a public school teacher and she had 6,626 pesos in her bank account. The computer added three zeros. She now had 6,626,000 pesos. She went to me the next day and she said, Isosoli ko, sapagkat hindi namin pwedeng ang hindi namin pinagpawisan. Sabi ko, marangal, kahanga hanga ang ginawa niyo. Anong gantimpala ang pwede kong ibigay sa iyo? And she said, Four years na po akong nagtuturo sa bundok. Pwede bang na sa poblacion?" That is all she asked. Only a Filipino public school teacher will do that. In the United States, I addressed the Filipino-American community. And... I was introduced in this manner. I came to the United States with only $100 in my pocket. Now, he said, I have 40 employees under me. And he said, only in America. So when I stood up, I said, in the Philippines, there was a taxi driver called Emil Advincula, saw two million pesos at the back of his taxi, looked for his passenger, returned the two million, did not even leave his name. And I told them only in the Philippines, because that will not happen in any major city in the United States. The Filipino is good. The Filipino is dedicated. The Filipino is talented. The Filipino is diligent. The Filipino is God-fearing. But when I gave a similar speech to the San Carlos University student in Cebu, at the end of my speech, a young lady stood up and she said, Secretary, listening to you, I feel good I am a Filipino. If the Filipino is so good, why is the Philippines in such big problems? If the Filipino is diligent and hard-working and talented, why is our country in such bad shape? And I told them about Francisco Balagtas. All of us remember Francisco Balagtas. Francisco Balagtas gave us Florante at Laura, and Florante at Laura was the roots of Philippine literature in nationalism. It was the book Rizal was carrying with him in Europe. It was the book that was rewritten by Apollinario Mabini when he was in exile in Guam. And Florante Atlaura, in the 14th stanza, says this, and this is what I often repeat to all my audiences. He said, Sa loob at labas ng bayan kong sawi, kaliluhay siyang nangyayaring hari kagalingat bait ay nalulugami, ng dusat fighati. So I will translate. Inside and outside our suffering country, treachery has often been the king. The search for excellence and goodness is weakened, nalulugami, and is buried in anguish and misery. That paragraph 14 of Florante at Laura, explains so much of Philippine history. The Filipino, the ordinary Filipino, ang mama Filipino, mahusay at magaling at marangal. But many of our leaders upon whom we gave trust betrayed us. Luhai, siyang nangyayating hali. Consider, we sent all our bright students to Europe, so that they will come back to educate us. Well, they educated themselves, and they thought of their self-interest, except for a few. Gato Sarizal, Jose Panganiban, Lopez Haina, Juan Luna, Antonio Luna, the heroes of the propaganda movement, they came back to teach the Filipino and to educate the Filipino. The others thought of self-interest. Nung ibinenda tayo ng Spain to America, what did they do? They shifted immediate allegiance. First they were with Spain, then sali na kaagad sa America. They shifted. Nobody thought again of the Filipino. Kaliluhay siyang ng hari. Rizal, the best and the brightest, the first Filipino. Umwe Binaril, Ril Saluneta, siang nangiyaring Hari. Juan Luna, Binaril, Ril, I say Antonio Luna, Binaril then, Hero of the North, kaliluhai, Shang Nangyaring Hari. The best and the brightest president we had, fighter for liberty in Besang Fas, forgot to protect liberty and somehow. Declared martial law. Kaliluhay, siyang nangyaring hari. One of the bravest senators we ever had, Ninoy, came back to seek reconciliation. Shot at the tarmac. Kaliluhay, siyang nangyaring hari. Ampi nakapopular na presidente ng naihalal natin para sa mahilap, na masarap sa inum, nakalimot. Let me tell you one final story. There's a story of Cesar Bagaspi. Cesar Digasti was our national artist. He was master of color. And Cesar Digasti I made his last will and testament. We kept it in the wall, and then he travelled for six months. I he gave me a painting, one meter long, in different shades of green. in And I asked him, Kasesa,
1: how did you paint colors green?
3: When you are color blind, could not distinguish green from red. So I asked him, how do you paint green? And he said, The color green outside, that is important. But you must find the colors within you. Then the paintings are beautiful. We must find the colors within us. That is what we as a people are longing for. We keep getting bad news and bad advice and bad opinions all over. We must find the colors within us. That is the function of leadership. If we are able to motivate our people to find the colors within them, we shall finally achieve development in the Philippines. It is not money. It is the heart. It is ideas. It is our beliefs. It is our legends. It is our curtains that will make us grow. And that is my final message. Development cannot be done by money alone. Development cannot be done by materials alone. It must begin with the spirit. It must begin with the heart. It must begin from within us, within the talent, ingenuity, and creativity of the Philippines. We can have true development in
1: real time. People often say that no man is an island. No man can live alone. In the same vein, no one can keep a story for himself. No one can make a story by herself. The same is true for knowledge and ideas, and for Rocco, also for development. Here's one last story for the man that I hope captures a huge part of his message for the Filipino people.
3: The farmer in Calabanga won all the awards for best livestock, best fish, best seeds. But whenever he won the best seeds award, he went out to his neighbors and gave away the seeds for free. And he was interviewed by one of the Manila papers. And the Manila paper said, why do you give it away for free? You can sell it. We are supposed to be a free enterprise system. Sell the best seeds. And the farmer said, I give away the best seeds for free because it is to my interest to do so. Because if my neighbors have poor seeds, then during the cross-pollination, when the birds and the bees and the butterflies bring the pollen from their fields to mine, then my seeds will become pure. But if all our seedlings are good, then all our plants will grow well. That is what sustainable development means. Hindi wedding, para sa atin lamang.
1: that's it for this episode of life sentences if you'd like to hear more of these or if you have suggestions on how we can improve or what we should feature next drop us an email at life sentences at gmail.com we'll dive into your favorite passages poetry fiction speeches films or essays you can also reach us on facebook instagram and twitter at life sent this episode was produced by janina magudaya Life Sentences is a co-production with Puma Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel, Life Sentences on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor.